0: So then as my properties then became vacant, I turned them over to the short-term market. So I've currently got four that I own on the short-term market, two little studios in Fitzroy, one in South Yarra, which was my first ever investment property. And then I purchased a new property earlier this year in my super fund, and that one's also on Airbnb. So that's how I kind of got started. And then a couple of friends said, hey, you're doing Airbnb for yours. Do you want to look after mine? And then people just referred me people and we've got about 20 under management at the moment. We are very choosy about the ones that we put on. And I have let a couple go this year just because they weren't quite the right fit, either the owner or the property. When you're taking on these Airbnbs, the properties have to be exactly right, but also the owners can't be micromanagers. They're going to ring me every five minutes and go, we got a booking, we got this, have we got that? I'm not interested. I need full control to do pricing and make sure that I can um, manage them effectively. So sometimes owners really need that stability of the long-term income and just know what they're going to get each month. And they're not probably suited for the short-term market. So it's been really interesting though. It's been fun. Welcome to the Property Management Podcast with That Property
1: Mum. I'm your host, Kylie Walker. I'm a former television sports journalist and mother of four turned co-owner of a million dollar real estate brand. Each week, I teach women in the property management industry all the best tips to help you balance your career and family, grow your dream business, master your fear, boost your confidence and conquer your mindset. Ready to get started? Let's dive in. Hayley, thank you so much for joining me again on the Property Management Podcast. It's been a while since we caught up and I'm sure many people listening already know who you are and about all the amazing events and conferences and work that you do in the industry. So why don't we start with a little bit of a life update?
0: What's been happening? How's things going? Life update. Well, anyone that follows me on social media will know that Nickel the Naughty Pony will not stay in the paddock. So there's a life update for you. That's like a daily struggle for me at the moment. At the moment we have our Mitchell PT business, which is our training events company, and our Airbnb management business, which is B and B property managers. I'm still living in beautiful sunny Victoria today, Geelong. And in the last kind of twelve months, two years, I have gone through a divorce. So I've sort of changed the way that I'm working and parenting and everything. So as a single mum, I'm running the two businesses alongside looking after the kids, which has been challenging, but also really rewarding as well. That, that is
1: amazing. You are a superstar, a superhuman. I know I'm sure there's lots of challenges behind the scenes, but talk to me about that exact topic just before we dive into the other stuff. I've just had a, um, one single mum on an, a previous episode and then another working mum who's just started a property management business. And we were saying, talking about how great it is, the freedom of being able to parent your children, you know, pick them up from school, drop them off to school, go to their sporting events. Is that something that now that you are a single mum, that you, well, before you were a single mum, were you able to be that flexible or now you've prioritised that as a single mum?
0: Yeah, it's funny. I actually have a much better relationship and more time with my kids now than what I did before. So we're week on, week off. So the weeks that I have my kids, I'm here 100% for them. I drop off, I pick up. And then the weeks I don't have kids, I hit the road and I travel and do all my work. So it's been really, this year's been really finding our feet, booking in the training that I can do when I'm at home via Zoom and then the training that I can do when I'm out on the road. So I reckon I've got it pretty well organised now. Um, We've already set up my 2024 calendar. We did that a couple of months ago and I've actually put in there, I can do this training on this day, this on this day. So when Jarrah's booking out my calendar, she can look at it and go, well, Hayley's available for this day. So I think that's something that we're going to do moving forward each year so that I can make sure that I am here 100% for the kids when I actually have the kids with me, which has been, yeah, we've got a really lovely relationship at the moment. It's great fun. That's good.
1: And you've also got another naughty person in your life, which obviously you just mentioned before is the horse. So yeah, tell, tell us a little bit about him because it is a bit of humor on social media. What,
0: yeah. How did he come into your life and yeah, what's going on with him? He, well, I've actually got seven horses, I think, but he's a naughty one. So I actually bred him. So it's my fault. His mum was absolutely divine and the most beautiful pony you'd ever meet. And then Nickel came around and he was super cute and I overhandled him when he was a fault. So unfortunately, Nickel thinks he's kind of human and he doesn't care about electric fences. So he is just everywhere all the time. The worst I had to do, I lived next to a cemetery and one day I was looking out, I'm like, Where's Nickel? And I looked out. And he was galloping through the tombstones in the cemetery next door. <laughs> oh my to god! I'm running in, trying to get him back through the fence. So, yeah, he's a challenge. But Jara, whenever I put up posts on Facebook, Jara steals them and then puts them on Virtual PT. So there's a lot of Nickel naughtiness on um on social media.
1: That is hilarious. I love it. So funny. Let's talk about you've transitioned your business since you know going through life changes and stuff. You've now moved more into that. We've always had your your coaching and training stuff, but you've moved now into the Airbnb side of things. Talk me through that process. What was the decision you came up to to pivot into Airbnbs? And, you know, how is it all going? If you are anything like me, you think you know your rent roll numbers. Well, I thought I did until I had a rent roll health check and I was quite literally shocked. The money I was leaving on the table was astounding, and this is not something that I'm proud to admit. There were mismanagement fees, let fees, advertising, and lease renewal fees not being charged, and properties even without bonds. And all of this was happening despite monthly audits being conducted in my business. So how did I uncover all these gaps in my valuable income? Well, I had a rent roll due diligence from my good friend Tazi, aka the rent roll queen and founder of The Tazi Way, a specialist in rent roll due diligence, business valuation and management rights. The Tazi Way is the innovative force driving the real estate industry. With 25 years of business and real estate acumen, they find gaps and risks in your agency to find undiscovered value. If you'd like to book your business in for a rent roll due diligence, head to the link in the show notes and mention That Property Mum for a 10% discount.
0: Yeah, really good. I, the reason I got the idea for it years ago is I, had, I own a property in Fitzroy and I had a long-term rental and I leased it to a renter and it was a six-month lease at two eighty a week. And when we went and did an inspection, there was no sort of toothbrushes, food in the fridge, clothes in the cupboard, rolled up towel on the bed. And I'm like, it doesn't look lived in. Like, I don't understand. And, it, gee, it was a while ago now. And I looked up on Airbnb and found that he sublet it on Airbnb. And he was getting $115 a night. And it was pretty solidly booked. Like, he had about, I don't know, 85 90% occupancy. And I did the sums and I went, oh, my goodness. Like, he's making good couple of hundred bucks a week off my property. So I evicted him and I put on Airbnb. But it was really his idea. Yep. Yeah. No, I thought, well, if you can do it, I can do it. And he wasn't doing it right either. He didn't have it on a key safe. He'd just leave the keys in the letterbox for a guest. And I'm thinking, hang on, that's my furniture, my property. I don't really want that. So then as my properties then became vacant, I turned them over to the short-term market. So I've currently got. Four that I own on the short term market, two little studios in Fitzroy, one in South Yarra, which was my first ever investment property. And then I purchased a new property earlier this year in my super fund, and that one's also on Airbnb. So that's how I kind of got started. And then a couple of friends said, Hey, you're doing Airbnb for yours. Do you want to look after mine? And then people just referred me people, and we've got about 20 under management at the moment. We are very choosy about the ones that we put on and I have let a couple go this year just because they weren't quite the right fit, either the owner or the property. When you're taking on these Airbnbs, the properties have to be exactly right, but also the owners can't be micromanagers. They're going to ring me every five minutes go, we got a booking, have we got this, have we got that? I'm not interested. I need full control to do pricing and make sure that I can um, manage them effectively. So Sometimes owners really need that stability of the long-term income and just know what they're going to get each month. And they're not probably suited for the short-term market. So it's been really interesting though. It's been fun.
1: So talk me through, I guess, um, if somebody was thinking about adding Airbnb managements to their portfolios or to their business, what is a great way to get started? How can you even test the water? Can you dip your toes in? Or is it something you've got to kind of go all in for?
0: I would suggest practicing on yourself or a really, really good client because you don't want to go in and get 10 properties and stuff it up. And I can tell you, I made a heap of mistakes in the first 12 months, but they're all on my properties, so it didn't matter. Whereas if I was doing that to a client, that would actually not be great. I run training on converting or running Airbnb managements as well. And the reason I've created that is because I wish I had that when I was learning, because it just means that you're not going to make the mistakes that I made in the beginning, because it is so different to long-term. But we are seeing a lot more owners who want the flexibility. So I'll give you an example. I've got an owner, Tony, on my rent roll, and he works on the Antarctic Explorer. So he's working six weeks on, six weeks off. So when he's working, I get the property on Airbnb, and when he's away, When he comes back, he'll just say, I'm back on this date and we've closed the calendar out. So he's brilliant and he earns all this extra income while he's away at work. So for him, he's never going to be an owner that's going to suit the long-term market. But the short-term market, he's earning what he would normally earn for a year on the long-term market, having it available six months a year. So Fantastic. It's It's amazing. It's a no-brainer, isn't it? Yeah. And for those sort of owners, it's great. And you might also have owners that just want to use their property three months a year and the rest of the year they want to put it on. Or there's a real mix and reason why people actually want to do the short-term market now. So you will find, and I talk to property managers all the time that just go, I just don't want to do it. I don't know what to do. Here, I'll refer it to you. And I'm like, great, we're happy to do that. But it's really not that hard once you get your head around it.
1: So what, what are some of the stuff that you do that is easier than, say, a normal property management day-to-day job? What's the, the process like in terms of leasing, getting clients, you know, cleaning the properties? That's one big thing that I, one thing that I would have an issue with. How do, we get, how do you clean them, get them ready for guests? What's that process like as well? If you're ready to be a super organized, focused and productive property manager, bustle up. Because Colmeo is about to revolutionise the way that you work. Colmeo is the driving force behind property management excellence in residential real estate. Now picture this, a comprehensive end-to-end system designed to be the beating heart of your property management tasks, manage your properties, owners and tenants, and handle payments, inspections, and even marketing listings without leaving the platform. Colmeo is designed to be an all-in-one solution to all your property management needs. And here's the game changer. Colmio isn't just software. It's been awarded the most innovative prop tech, scale up in 2023. Yes, you heard it right. Colmeo has been recognized for their groundbreaking approach to property management software. How good is that? So property managers, whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, Dive into the future of property management with Colmeo. You can book in a demo with the team today and go in their weekly draw for a Prezi gift card worth $100. All you need to do is to head to the link, colmio.com forward slash that property mum, and Colmio is K O L M E O. Yeah,
0: so. We it's all a bit different because I've got properties in Melbourne and Bellarine, Ge- Geelong, and my Melbourne properties I have a cleaner on my books, Michelle, so she's an employee of ours, and I pay her per clean. But my properties in Geelong I outsource the cleaning, or sometimes Jara and I will do the cleaning as well, and that's a little bit harder to manage because we don't have full kind of control over it, and I guess. They don't quite have the attention to detail that Michelle would have been an employee of the business. And she's amazing. She really cares about the properties as well. So that can be a little bit more challenging when you are outsourcing. But the thing is with Airbnb, it's very much an admin role. So the other thing is with my owners, I don't ask them, I tell them. So I'll say to them, I've done this, not can I do this? And I just say that up front with them. I've got to make really quick, fast decisions. We communicate with all of our owners through WhatsApp. So I just do screenshots or I'll send photos or say, this is what's happened. I've done this. Done. So it's not like you've got to sit there and write a long email and have back correspondence. It's just done really quick on the fly. And the reason for that is it's not always a nine-to-five job. Yep. So I can't just turn off, even at 10.30 last night, a guest asked me a question And if I was in bed, I wouldn't have answered it, but I was still up on the couch. So I just sent him a quick response and it was done. So I guess with the short term, you do have quick correspondence um, and you don't, (laughs) particularly those property managers that are in Victoria, we're not bound by the rules and regulations that you have over long term as well. So it's not like we're waiting 12 weeks for VCAT. If we have got an issue with a guest, we resolve it quickly and we move them out ourselves. So there's not kind of rules and regulations in Victoria that there are in the long term, which makes it a lot easier as well. Do you think it's easier than normal property property management? Is it? It is. Yeah. Now that I've got my systems and processes in place, in the beginning it wasn't. You're always on. That's yep. the difference. So property management, hopefully property managers are finishing work at, you know, 5, 5.30 and they get to switch off. I know it doesn't always happen. But with Airbnb, you kind of never get to switch off. And the busy periods are when most people are on holidays. So, you know, public holidays, you don't really get a break. Um, you know, December, January, particularly down Geelong, Ballerine, we're flat out. We triple our mm-hmm. income over those two months so uh that's when most people are kind of like i'm taking a holiday (laughs) then you can't really take a holiday then but the good thing is you can do it anywhere because you're just doing it off your phone i was in thailand on the bike ride and i was sending a plumber to a property and sending codes for people to check in so you can absolutely do it off your phone anywhere in the world you don't have to be on the ground that's
1: and i guess you just touched on the the bonus of that you know you you're working sort of around the clock in a way but there's also that income potential there as well so can you maybe just share a little bit about how the income works how you know what percentages maybe that you can achieve off those properties if you're open to sharing there's been so much talk of stress overwhelm and burnout in property management lately do you want to know how i overcame all of that yes i hit rock bottom multiple times but I got myself a virtual assistant. Actually, not just one, but three. But I didn't just get any VA, I got a PMVA. What are they? Well, they are the most well-trained in the business. And not only that, you also have a backup VA. So that essentially, your business is never without admin support ever again. And my health, time and business has never looked back. Your PMVA can take care of tasks like rent arrears, lease preparation and renewals, maintenance follow-up, routine inspection bookings, data entry, audits, prospecting, inbox management and so much more. And the best part of implementing a PMVA in my business was that it freed up my time and my team's time to take care of important things like customer service. What makes me feel so safe is that PMVA is owned by Tiffany Botel, both here and in the Philippines, making my data secure and giving me more control over the VA arrangement. So head to the link in the show notes to book in your discovery call with Lady Boss, Tiff.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So when I first started, I charged 15% management fee, but I now charge 20 plus GST. And I really don't go below that. And the reason for that, and I just say to owners, you know, if you got me Monday to Friday for a long-term rental, you get me nine to five Monday to Friday and you'd pay me 8%. You're getting me 24 seven. You're going to have to pay me accordingly. Otherwise you can answer the questions at 11 o'clock at night and I won't. And they're like, no, no, we're happy to pay you. <laughs> and they don't negotiate with fees like they do for short for the long term, that's really funny. You say to them, I'm 20% plus GST and they go, oh yeah, okay. So most agencies are around 15 to 20, yep. 25, sorry. 15 to 25 is kind of where it sits. And then we don't charge obviously letting fees or anything like that, but there's additional fees like we charge $100 an hour if they want us to do an insurance claim or set up a property. So I did one full setup for a property and it was 48 hours work. So, yep. I charge $100 an hour for that. And yep. that was just going shopping with their money to set it up. So, that was fun. That would have been fun. Actually, Jara had to make the bunk beds. So, she didn't think it was fun, but uh, it was super fun. So, I just got to go and buy everything.
1: I bet, the, uh, especially if it was like a flat pack, bunk beds, <laughs> nightmare.
0: IKEA. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Brings back nightmares for me. I okay. think I only got divorced over that, over I, IKEA furniture once. So the income potential then is, is fantastic. You don't need yeah. as many properties to manage. And you also touched on the fact that, you know, you can be picky and choosy with the property owners that you want. Let's talk about the growth strategy then. How do you then, you started with your own, you started getting fam- family and friends. How do you now grow and add, you know, add more to that level? And then do you, do you want to grow even more? Like, is it, are you comfortable? Is there a point? Like, what's the, I guess, what's the plan for you?
0: Yeah. Well, the plan, and actually going back on the sums from before, I did the sums on a couple of my properties and I worked out that we make, so let's say it's a Melbourne property. Generally, the owners will make two to three times the income that they'd make for long term. So you're charging three times the amount of management fee on two to three times the income. So it works out that I make on average 5.5 times the income as an agent than I would for long-term. So if you normally have a rent roll of 150 that a property manager can manage, I could potentially have a rent roll of 30 and make the same amount of money that I would for a for a long-term. So it's crazy, isn't it, right? Yeah. So technically, I reckon a property manager could probably manage about half the size of a rent roll if it was all in the sort of one area and Fairly easy to manage. So you'd probably be looking at being able to put a property manager on with, oh, I don't know, anywhere between 50 and 80 properties. So you'd be making more money out of a rent roll still than what you would if I were managing 150, which is just crazy. Phenomenal when sums. So for us, we get a lot of, we've got a very basic website. We are looking at creating or changing over to a different channel manager software in February next year, and then we're going to upgrade the website. But we actually get a lot of hits through the website from people inquiring. They might have a long-term that they want to put on or property that they usually use the holidays that they want to convert and put on. We also get a lot of referrals from other property managers that just don't want to do their short-term arrangement, which is completely fine. And I'm not doing long-term rental at the moment either, so I refer all my long-terms out to other people as well. We do want to grow, but we want to grow with the right clients. So I don't want to be at the end of next year with 100 clients and 50 of those are crap. I'd rather be at the end of next year with 30 clients that are brilliant. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, we're very, very choosy about what we put on. I've got about another five coming on in the next Month or two, and some of those uh, one in particular is going to be a ripper. It is absolutely stunning, so I'm really excited about that one, so yeah, just getting those clients on, which I know are going to be a good fit for the brand as well that's amazing, and that's so true that resonates or that
1: rings true for property management as well, like picking those right clients to work with you're absolutely right, w- waste so much time with the wrong clients, so that's great advice there as well and Tell us a little bit about your course then that you've got if any property managers were thinking about moving into that short-term market. What's how do they get hold of your course? What's involved in that?
0: Yeah, so it's on our website, Mitchell PT, and or you can just email us hello at MitchellPT.au and Jarrah can send out info. But it's a three, it's a three-part series, and we do it one hour a week for three weeks. I can do it for offices as well if there's a couple of people that want it, or you can join the actual Webinar, group webinar, really small groups, anywhere from one person to five. is all I yep. want. And basically, at the end of it, you get a PowerPoint, which is like an instruction manual and it shows you step by step how to do everything. And I had a friend of mine contact me about a month ago and she said, I really want to put my house on Airbnb while I go away this year, uh, just for extra money. Can you help me? And I said, Look, it's not worth my while because I want a long term commitment. It's a lot of work to get up and running. But I said, buy me dinner and I'll, I'll run through how it all works and I'll give you my manual and you can just work through it. Anyway, she's put her property on and she got so excited because she got a seven-day booking within the first 24 hours. And she goes, so I just had like a $5,000 booking. I'm like, "Yep, yeah, well, that's good. So, yeah, there's a lot of owners that are kind of looking at that as well when money's a bit tight. But what I'd suggest is unless you can get like a six-month commitment from someone, it's probably not worth putting them on because it's so much work to get the property up and running and then you just have it for a short time. So, yeah. but that would be, you know, do the course, do your research. There's a heap of Facebook groups as well, which is really helpful. So I'm on all the Facebook groups. I joined Astra, which is like the RERV for short-term. Okay, and um, and they're brilliant. So I, I went to their conference a couple of months ago and learned heaps and made really good contacts as well. So it's like I'm brand new learning again. It's really exciting I went to the conference. I, I didn't know anyone, and I'm walking around talking to all the sponsors and meeting other delegates, and it was really cool because it's like you're learning a skill that you've never done before. Yeah, um, which is and it's a really, it's a really good bunch of people in the short term yep. market as well.
1: That is so good. I can see the excitement in your face and the enthusiasm for it. It's nothing like, you know, having a new challenge, especially after, you know, after you've been in the long-term market for a while, you can get quite drained and, you know, it's, you know, the same cycle of stuff sometimes. So yeah, it is nice to to freshen up. Do you think
0: you'll ever go back to long-term rentals? Million dollar question? Yeah, look, we are. We've already got our brand registered, ready to go. Just trying to work out how to set it up as a unit trust under my current brand. So, yeah, we're in the process of it. So I would say probably early to mid next year it'll be up and running. Perfect. And what about
1: um, Mitchell PT? What events have you got coming up for 2024? What can people look forward to um, seeing you at?
0: Yeah, so we're doing more one-day conferences next year. We've just found that the two-day conferences have been hard for people to get to and money's tight for everyone and having someone out of the office for two days when a lot of offices are already short-staffed has been really challenging. The other thing we're bringing out next year, which I'm really excited about, we're creating, we're calling it the PM Club. So we're going to set up in five locations, so north, east, south, west of Metro next year. And we're going to form committees in each of the areas with property managers who are career property managers, people that really want to move their career forward, maybe have opportunity for speaking engagements and that sort of thing. And then we're going to run events in their areas twice a year. And there'll be a bit of networking, some training, and we'll have use our committee to actually form and run these events. So Dara has actually been reaching out to a whole lot of people over the last week. So we're going to catch up tomorrow. And then um, we'll organise a lunch for those people to all meet. And what I'm trying to bring back, I don't know, uh, 20 years ago, everyone knew each other. They all networked together. You'd pick up a phone and talk to your competitors about a problem. And I just don't feel like we've got that camaraderie anymore. So I'm trying to bring back the whole, we're, we're all in it together. We can all help each other. We can all learn off each other. And even though we're competitors, we can still work together. So we'll see how we go. That's my big plan for next year, though, and I'm really excited about it.
1: I am sure if anyone's going to pull it off, I'm sure it will be you. Your mind must never stop. you have just constantly going, coming up with new ideas. And the best thing about you that I really admire is that you have the ideas and you actually follow through with implementing and putting it all together. So congratulations. You do an amazing job. Um, now, for anyone that wants to connect with you, do your Airbnb course, how can they reach out to you? What's the best places?
0: So Facebook is good for me. I usually answer those messages when I'm on the couch at night. Feel free to be friends with me on Facebook. I did have to shut down my profile a little bit because I had some weird people sending me messages for a while there. But you can still find me on there. And other than that, hello at mutualpt.au. That will come through to Jara or myself. And we can answer any questions that you might have through there as well.
1: Amazing. Thank
0: you so much for joining me,
1: Haley. Thank you. One thing I dread doing is chasing up rent arrears and debt collection. It takes up valuable time and it can often lead to conflict. But it is a necessary evil when you are running a property management business. But there is an easier way to make sure your tenant's rent is paid on time and in advance and it's called rent pay. RentPay is a secure and simple to use payment platform that saves agents time and money with fast, accurate receding while making life better for renters. To top it all off, you'll never have to worry about dishonor fees or unknown deposits again. How good is that? Cleared funds are deposited straight into your bank account in a single daily payment with accurate receding and reference numbers auto-assigned and it's fully compatible with all trust accounting systems. It's a super flexible payment option for tenants who can pay rent in multiple ways, including direct debit, credit card or instantly pay with payer ID. Fees are minimal and rent pay even helps with the rent arrears process by automating reminders to renters when payments are due or missed. If you are currently paying large bank fees, struggling with constant dishonours because the funds aren't cleared when their funds land in your trust, or wasting time chasing up unknown payments, I encourage you to book in a free demo with RentPay and give yourself and your renters an easier way to pay rent. There's been so much talk of stress, overwhelm, and burnout in property management lately. Do you want to know how I overcame all of that? Yes, I hit rock bottom multiple times, but I got myself a virtual assistant. Actually, not just one, but three. But I didn't just get any VA. I got a PMVA. What are they? Well, they are the most well-trained in the business. And not only that, you also have a backup VA. So that essentially, your business is never without admin support. Ever again, and my health, time, and business has never looked back. Your PMVA can take care of tasks like rent arrears, lease preparation and renewals, maintenance follow up, routine inspection bookings, data entry, audits, prospecting, inbox management, and so much more. And the best part of implementing a PMVA in my business was that it freed up my time and my team's time to take care of important things like customer service. What makes me feel so safe is that PMVA is owned by Tiffany Botel both here and in the Philippines, making my data secure and giving me more control over the VA arrangement. So head to the link in the show notes to book in your discovery call with Lady Boss Tiff. Can I ask you a quick favor before you leave this episode? Now we all know how important reviews are for businesses these days and mine is no different. If you could spare just a minute to follow, rate and review this podcast, it would mean a lot to me. In fact, what would get me super excited is if you share this podcast with someone in the industry who you think might need to hear some of the episodes right now. And if you'd like to find out more about working with me or any of the products I have to help you start, grow or scale your property management business, head to my website, thatpropertymum.com.au or check out the links in the show notes.